Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Beggins Brothers podcast. You got Jeff Beggins and... Craig Beggins. Here's what you're going to get here. And you're going to get something real. You're going to get something raw. And you're going to get some real ass experience. We've got over 60,000 transactions, 28 years, billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of real estate sold here. And thousands of agents recruited, trained, coached, held through good times, bad times. And I'll say thousands of stupid agent mistakes that we want to teach you about so you don't have to recreate the wheel. That's right. So shave off a lot of time that it's going to take you to get to a next level by listening. So we appreciate you guys paying attention and enjoy it and enjoy the Beggins Brothers podcast. All right. What's going on, BE3, Beggins Brothers podcast? Craig Beggins here to say hi. And Jeff. Here's a topic today, and it's not a fun one, but I think it's one of the best ones we could possibly have. So 87% of all real estate agents will not make it in this business from their first five years. That's 87%. We Google searched that, and that was a consistent answer on at least five different websites we looked at. And then we start looking around. It's, it's a real number, and it's a terrible number because what a waste of resources. What yes. a race of money and time and just frustration, aggravation, training, inputs, all kinds of things going on. And we, and we started digging into why and what's going on. We're going to give you some real life examples of agents we're working right with right now and why some are failing, why some are succeeding, why some are in that decision point and some are going to fail or some are succeed. So well, let's, let's start try. with identifying what we're going to do differently, right? So we've been doing training like most brokerages doing training a lot. And you know what? We just realized everything works. You can make a success in real estate in today's market, doing open houses, doing a farm, doing for sale by owners, doing expired listings, playing Frisbee with your friends at the park. I mean, you can go get, to a bar, going to a bar. You can be successful doing anything. So what we decided to do this time, which I think was very, very in, in creative, is we broke down our training into three different levels of groups. Mm -hmm. New agents, zero to four closed transactions, need a different direction than agents who have done five to 12 transactions because they've got a little more mojo now. Yep. And people that do more than a deal a month, 12 transactions, need different skill sets to yep. level up. So we teach Next Level University. And what we did specifically this time that I'm super proud of, and we'll tell you the failures too, we chose lanes and said, look, if you're going to take your business to the next level, as unromantic as it sounds, you need to do more. But do something you, different than you've done before. Do something different. That's how you get to the next level. You do something different. So I don't care what it is. Let's say it's a for sale by owner. If you focused on for sale by owners for just this quarter, could you add more transactions than you did last quarter? And the answer would be yes. So we decided to strip away all the other hiding places and people self-selected into a lane, a lane mm -hmm. for FISBOs, a lane for expireds or lane for social and, and uh, sphere of influence. Yep. And you're heading the class up for the FISBO one. Yep. And we're using a tool that Realogy gave us called um, RealSure, yep. which I think is it's open door on steroids. We give them a cash all instant offer on their house, but they have 45 days to wait to accept it. And during that 45 days, they can list it with us and we will just go to town See to try to beat, beat that offer. offer. Yeah. So it's just a win-win situation. So that, that became a selling opportunity. And mm -hmm. you came out with your lane. So every Monday mm -hmm. at 9.30, your team, I think we had 35 people on mm -hmm. last week. Mm -hmm. You're giving them specific tactics to go do. Right? Yep. 
and it revolves around. So tell us what some of those tactics are. Here's, here's why we're doing what we're doing and kind of how I'm zeroing in on the training on this group and the education rather than the training on it. Because if you, you go back to the topic of why 87% of the people fail from my experience and your experience just kind of looking around is they are afraid, right? To screw up. They don't want to be embarrassed and they, they would rather not do anything than do anything to screw up, right? Yep. So that's kind of one of the things that I want to do is strip away those excuses to simplify this business. And you're not going to, I don't care if you're doing 10 deals a year, your next level is, is 15 deals a year. And it requires a whole different skill set to go from 10 to 15. Which is a 33% increase, which is not normal in the world. Right. People don't usually do 33% increases year over year. But you got to do something different. And if you're doing 25 deals to get to 30 deals, it's the same problem. Right? It requires different skill set, which requires the drunk monkey, which requires all kinds of issues. So what I'm doing with this group is we're going super, super tactical on what to do. We went on to very simple. I know there's a million different ways to find for sale by owners. We went on one. We went on Zillow. And we opened up a certain area around these offices. There's 541 for sale by owners. Now, I know that some of them are for agents that are listed and some of them are older. I get it. So let's say that there's 300. Right. And I've got 35 people that are committed to this the group. There's plenty is the answer. Right. So what we've done is we came up with a simple scripting on it and we said, go talk to them. Now we get all pumped up. We get motivated. We got the scripts. We know what to do. And we regroup every Monday, go through it. Very few did it, even though they all said they were going to do it. Very few did it. But the ones who did it got incredible results, got really good results. And also better than the results had some pretty cool failures. And so what I was able to do is pick up from those failures because part of my requirement is you got to record yourself, right? When you're at the door with that for sale by owner, we have to hear what I need to hear the conversation back and forth, because if I can't see where you're screwing up and hear where you're screwing up and know something to tweak, how can I be a good coach, right? It's all hypothetical BS. If I just say, Hey, you go, go do it, right? Be a good job. So what they're doing is playing it back. Then I play it back on the call and I pause it and I say, okay, what did you guys just hear there? And then nobody really hears it, right? Because we've been doing this for a long time. I said, here's what she missed. And we missed the Look how, was this guy a D, an I, an S, a C personality? See, a visual, auditory, kinesthetic? Play it back. Let's, let me rewind it. You guys tell me what he is. Ah. Is he visual, auditory, kinesthetic? Ah. Look how she's over-talking him. Look how she's talking a little slower than he is. Look how he just said this. And she didn't even repeat back and approve what she said. Total disconnect in communication. So now we're saying, ah, I get it, I get it, I get it, which is all good, and there it's increasing. So I've got a bunch in my email now from people that I'm reviewing between, between awesome. next Monday, and that's the only way I can help. Everything else is just all rah-rah crap, right? Go do it. So, But this is the tactical aspect of it. So I'm giving them the reasons to go do what they're doing, and I can critique it, and I know their skill levels is rising a lot. Right. So we're going to see what happens with them this week, but here's what I, here's what I know. Is going to happen. 87% of them didn't do what they said they were going to do. Every one of them committed to do 10 this week, door to door for sale by owners. I could promise you, and I wish it wasn't the case, that that percentage of them will not hit 10. Right. So that's one of the issues that I see because it's not hard to go to 10. I mean, we have seven days to go to 10 doors to find somebody to have a conversation. If that's your job, which it's your job, there's no you're legitimate to this excuse. Lane for this quarter, this is your job. But here, here's the challenge I had today when I was talking to a guy. I said, is it possible for you to go to two for sale by owners a day, Monday through Friday? Yep, there's your 10. That, that, that would be 10. So yes, I can do that. Have you gotten any offers from RealShore yet? 
Oh, yeah, I've got 10 or 20. Have you delivered any yet? No. I said to the rest of the group, what would happen, and I don't remember his name, I won't say his name, what would happen if Bobby um, did 10 FISBOs a week for the rest of the year? That would be 10 FISBOs a week for 50 weeks, give you two weeks off. That'd be 5,000 FISBOs, 500 FISBOs. 50 a week, 10 a week times five, yep, 500 for sale by owners. 500 for sale by owners. What's a reasonable closing ratio? If, if you actually did two a day, you'd get pretty good at it. You'd get very good at it. Would you say, would 10% be reasonable? So you would screw, you would just screw up 450 of them and get 50 over the course of the year? 50 transactions at an average of 7,000 bucks a transaction. That's 350,000 bucks. Yep. But then I, and this is interesting, I went from 350,000 bucks. Do you need 350,000? No. Have you ever made 350,000? No. Do you know what you would do with 350,000? What would you do with 350,000? I don't know. Problem. Okay, well, let's dumb it down a little bit. Let's do one a day. That's five a week times 50. That's 250. Same 10% closing ratio. Now you got 25 deals. 175 grand a year. Making 175. Oh, that's a lot too. Did you make that last year? Do you no. know what you do with that? No. In this marketplace, 175 grand is a lot of money, right? So then we broke it down to you can't really do less than one a day. Oh, you can. <laughs> <laughs> They're figuring it out how to do it. But legitimately, you should not. Right. So one and a day. What's the fear? What is it that takes somebody? I mean, I think I think you could be scared if you got too successful. What would happen to you? I think it's that, and I think that because the work itself, visiting two for sale by owners, asking them if they want a cash offer from an investor, is not a very scary proposition. There's no rejection built into that. There's none, especially when you do the skills that you're teaching. So. I think about this a lot. What is the biggest challenge? And I think it's, and we were just talking about this at lunch. Mm -hmm. I think it's embarrassment. It's the fear of embarrassment more so than the fear of failure. Because if they ask you something you don't know the answer to, you're going to be embarrassed. You're going to feel a little bit lessened, right? You're not going to feel good. Like, what is the reason why you wouldn't go do this? Because I- That's a mindset though. I mean- well, but, but what else is there? What, what else is there to not do 10? When you actually went out of your way to commit to being on this lane, to say, I will talk to 10 people every week, minimum, like 10 is not even enough, <laughs> right? 10 people face-to-face -face a week for your whole entire job. And you commit on purpose. Nobody forced you to be in here to make this commitment. Mm -hmm. But you take your time out to sit there on this call, live video chat every day with a commitment to get better with me for an hour every single Monday, with reconfirming your commitment to go to 10 for that person to not do 10 what in the world is it and that's like the the multi gazillion dollar question and the only thing i can think of is i got a couple answers what do you think it is i what? think it's i don't if i take that three hundred fifty thousand dollar example i don't need that much money so i can do i can wait till later to get going there's no burning passion or desire to make it happen now guys make it a burning passion to happen now this is like the best real estate market we've ever seen. And it's probably never going to be better than this. And after a really good real estate market comes a slowdown in real estate. <laughs> so really bad one. that could be this year. I'm not saying it is. I happen to think it's a very good time, but it, it ain't always going to be like this. So don't say next quarter I'll do, get started when this quarter is running by you. But I think that's a big problem. I think that there's a vast, a huge group of agents that have started in this business after 2008 and every quarter has always been pretty good 
and next quarter is going to be good too. And next quarter is going to be good because last quarter was good. And so will the next quarter and look at the job reports and look at the stock market, look at everything. And you know, it's fine. It's just going to get better. Prices are going up. Inventory is still low. Mortgage rates are low. Buyer pools are going. Millennials are aging up. Baby boomers are selling. There's going to be, there's no reason. So maybe what I'll do is I'll just get a little bit better. So next quarter, I'll go do a little bit more. So instead of doing three this quarter, I'll just do six and make up next quarter. And you can just totally BS yourself along that. Mm. Right. Yeah, that be hurts. But, and that, but that's a logical thought process. If you've never seen the ass kicking side of this industry, which I think that that's 12 years ago. How many agents in the real estate industry have been in this industry for 12 years or less? Most. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. Most. So most people don't know what well, it's like when you're like, I is my phone day, working? There's nobody is freaking calling me. Most of our agents, and this is no discount, have never sold real estate with normal interest rates. Mm -hmm. I was looking at my first interest rate was 10 and a quarter percent on my house I built in 1990. And I just looked at another house that I own and I bought it in 2005 and I was an owner finance deal and my interest rate was 8% interest only. Yep. All right. That's since been modified, yep. Yep. but 8% and 10%, those were considered good at those times. And, and the payment worked. So it worked. And the payment worked, but you buy a lot less house at 8% than you do at 3%. And that's why I'm telling everybody you should be on your Facebook every day, blessing the benefits of owning real estate with a 30 year fixed rate loan at 3%. I got an agent who just did a, uh, one of those generating home buyer loans where they go to education for mm -hmm. call those. The grants, hmm? the, the home grant, yeah. home grant. They got their rate. They bought it down with some extra cash to 1.9%. Wow. Fixed for 30 years. Wow. We're getting off topic, but no, but, but that's very on topic because there's no way to not do business right now. You have to, you have to physically, Run not talk to people and not mention real estate to make sure you don't do business right now. So the only thing that makes sense is the, the, the why though there's no real reason to actually go do this, right? There's not what's the reason to go do it. And well, I, let's call it out. A lot of real estate agents have secondary sources of income, either right. it's a, another earnings spouse income or it's a trust fund or whatever it is pension, military pension. So a lot of people don't have the need to do anything different than they're doing right and now. To them, I say, God, you know, when you're going on a trip, wouldn't you rather fly first class? Sounds good. Why can't you just do this, make a little extra cash and upgrade your car, upgrade your house, upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. Well, I think, I think it's a bigger issue too, is uh, and we talked a little bit about this earlier too, is the taping you have about Money? Do you yeah. need money? I mean, is it worth it? Do you want to be materialistic? You shouldn't be materialistic. It's greedy. It's this. It's that. Or money's the root of evil. All those type of thoughts can come in. If you're trying to not make money, you could find somebody that says you don't need to make money. But the reality of it is, we we do. And so our biggest issue is saying, all right, let's find the thing. Because here's what I'm gonna do on my call on Monday for my agents that are watching on my call. You're getting this on Monday, and I'm not gonna be very nice because if you didn't do what you said you were gonna go do we're going to drill into the reason why you didn't do what you need to go do. And I suspect that the reason is, is because you don't have any reason why you actually have to, there's no pain. There's no leverage. Especially sure. when it's, you self select in and say, I'd like to donate my time to this cause right. and get better. And then you don't do it. Right. So that's the whole point. So then we start talking about like, why do we do what we do across the board too? Because we have to have the drive in order to create more income. Cause if we don't have a drive to create more income, then why are we going to do the things that we, 
don't do today, tomorrow in order to create more income, right? So that goes back to the, what do we do? We were talking, I mean, the, your lifestyle is pretty set, right? The income that you've got it down, you paid a bunch of stuff. You, you can live very easily at a pretty nice lifestyle right now. So in order to get to a next level lifestyle, that's the only reason you'll do anything different because you don't have to because you're very comfortable the way you are right now. Right. So the reality of it, he doesn't have to do anything different because he's got a great lifestyle right now. And there's nothing wrong with that if that's the way it needs to be. But I know you, you're my brother too, there is a next level that you're going to, but that requires doing different things than we, have, we did last quarter, this quarter, or else we're gonna have the exact same income that we had at Q1 last year is gonna look exactly like Q1 this year because we didn't do anything different. So if we want Q2 this year to be different than Q2 last year, how much different and how much more do we need to earn and what do we need to do differently to bring them that much extra income? And it's probably get some agents to produce more revenue because we only make money when they make money. So we spend most of our time figuring out what can we do to generate income opportunities for our agents so they make more income because as a byproduct, we make more money too, right? So you can't get a better alignment than that. So that's why we get constantly stuck in this rhythm of what can we do to help the agents make more money. And then we beat ourselves up when we come up with a great idea that nobody implements. <laughs> or 13% of them do. 87% of them don't. And, you know, sometimes you just got to come up with that's the actual reality of the world. But I don't think we like to um, accept that because we know how simple this business can actually be if you just do it, which is why we simplify down into our lanes because it's so easy. We were joking today. Squirrel. Distraction. I, we've got in the front lobby in this office right now, there's champagne bottles and cookies and donuts and sandwiches and all kinds of stuff from... All, a myriad of different things that were going on today. If you wanted to distract yourself to think you were working today, you could have done that because there were open houses and brokers opens and lunch and learns and all kinds of shit that you can go home and say, oh, busy day. I learned about blah, right? And But you didn't really do anything except you pretended that you did. And then that's what you're going to do tomorrow and the next day and the next day. You can go to the board for a training. You do all kinds of stuff, but it didn't make you any income. And then there's some people that said, I'm not going to go to any of this stuff because I need to do three deals this week. Because when I do three deals this week, I'm going to end up making 40 grand this month. What I'm going to do with 40 grand this month is I'm going to put it in this type of investment property because in four years from now, I'm going to be spinning off cash flows of $30,000 a month. So I don't have to do anything anymore should I not want to, right? And there's the reason to take advantage of the best real estate market in the history of real estate right now and actually kick your ass and get to work. But if you're going to do that, you can't do all of it. So you say, you know what I'm going to do? For Q1, I'm going to go to 10 for sale by owners a week and I'm going to connect with them and I'm going to pay attention. Are they DISC? Are they VAK? And I know I hear it's a great idea to do open houses and expireds, but I'm not doing that this quarter, right? I'm not going to do anything on Instagram this quarter and I'm not even going to look at stupid TikTok right now. So great idea. I read your article Inman, but shut up, right? This quarter I am doing Fizbos and I'm going to get damn good. In Q2, I'm open, but Q1, I'm shut down. Right. No, so when you get that laser focus is the only way it's going to actually work for you. If you actually did that laser focus and your purpose was only to talk to two people a day, you'd be done by noon and you'd probably be one of the most productive real estate people on the planet. Yeah, no doubt. That's how that's how crazy this real estate business is. Right. Or how easy, how simple, simple. It's not easy because you have to get the mental guts up to get in your car, drive to their door, knock on their door sit there and have a conversation with them and so try I, to oversell I, I your mind. investor who might be interested in your house. Can I take a look so I can see if that, if they'll like it? Right. Zero now, resistance. 
in our script is even better. I have a buyer who this house is already on their approved list. They want me to come verify it and take a look at it real quick. Can I come over and see it today or tomorrow at four? One specific person in mind. That's it. Right. And then I'm calling out the obvious too, because one of my pet peeves is people lying. <laughs> right. And there are actually, there's agent scripts out there right now. And I hope you're not using these. Oh, hi, this is Bob with Black Blah Blah Real Estate. Um, I'm working with a whole bunch of buyers in the neighborhood and I'd like to come over and preview your home. Would today or tomorrow at four be better for you? Right? Lie, 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 lie. You're not working with shit. You're trying to sneak yourself into their living room and hopefully you're going to dazzle them with your hairdo and they're going to fall in love with you and want to hire you. That's not a good business strategy. So why do that? Rather than just say, look, I'm here. Then, then we're actually one on the regular for sale by owner script, which is, hey, look, I know you're trying to sell it on your own. I get it 100%. I hope it works well for you. I am just going through my marketplace and I want to know when is the next time you have free to interview people. I want to be here for you when you're ready. When do you think you're going to keep trying this until, right? Telling you right up front, I'm here to get your listing. I'm going to interview for the job. I'm here to work with you when you're ready, but I'm not going to push you. I'm not going to bug you. I'm not going to try to sell you anything. If and when the time comes, I want to be the one of the guys you interview. When do you think that time is going to be, right? So then you can just talk to them and have an open conversation and give them a ton of value between now and then, and at least you'll be one of the people that are considered. And then you do that twice a day to 50 people, right? You're not gonna not have business, it's that simple. Or if you don't like for sale by owners, then, I mean, God. Two other lanes this month. This well, we're, the results we're getting with our, our Facebook targeting, it's mind boggling. The results that are coming from the reminds, mind, it, it's awesome, everything works, so there's no excuses for that. So, so how do you get, the key is just maintain a focus. How do you get a how do you get a focus? So those who don't have one, give them one. How do you give somebody a why right now? Yeah, you got to just ask some questions so you find something that excites them. You know, I would probe and say, you know, when's your next vacation? And you say it's going to be. In April. I don't know. Where are you going in April? I'm going here. How are you going to get there? We're flying. Are you flying first class or coach? Oh no, not first class. Why don't you fly first? I'm going to call your wife and tell them that you're going to stick in this lane. And as a result of you doing this for the next 90 days, you're going to upgrade your hotel suite and your airfare for your next vacation. Yep. But that, but then you even go even further on it and you say, all right, let's go online right now. But where are you going? Park city? Where are you staying? All right. What's your room? Did you book a room? What do the suites look like? What are you paying for your room? I did this with an agent recently. What, how much are you paying for your room? What's the best room in the hotel? How much extra is that per night? Mm -hmm. right? And it was 300 bucks a night extra. Okay, all right, how many nights are you gonna be there? Six nights, okay, there's $1,800. How much you pay for your airfare? What, how much is first class? Right, it ended up to be like a $7,000 big money, right? A lot of money, but that was upgrading to the best of the best, right? upgrading to the best of the best, staying in the ski in, ski out chalet, over, I mean, the best place you can actually get, the first class, taking the limo to the airport, all of that. And we're talking that's one sale, right? Right, one extra sale. Well, and then tell him he doesn't love his family if he doesn't perform this way, right? <laughs> and then you get to the the you know we do all the time with our primary aim conversations. And one day, all you have left is your your memories, right? And the experiences. So, do you really want to be the guy that's crapping all over yourself in your bed, right? At one stage in life, and you're saying, you know what? I wish I had done. I that took once. that one trip to Park City. And we stayed on that a Groupon deal, right? <laughs> and I got on this hotel room and I, I rode, it was a cheap flight. I was with chickens 
And it was a pretty decent flight, pretty decent trip. You know, I'm really glad I have that highlight. Is that really how you want to go out? No. Or do you want to sit there and say, hey, remember that badass trip that we took with that limo driver? Came over? We were, we were buzzed when the guy showed up. We had mimosas on the thing, whatever. They paid the guy, took all of our bags. We just kind of rolled onto the plane, went to the lounge, sat on there, had the best meals, watched a couple movies laughing, got the limo to take us to our ski and ski out chalet. The butler dude brought over our, our ski trips. We had hot cocoa waiting in the hot tub. We had the guy take us on a gondola tour up for evenings of candlelight to watch the sunset. Remember that? That's a better way to go, right? <laughs> and I took one extra sale. That's it. And all you had to do was talk to one extra person. And then you have a whole different trajectory in life. That was, <laughs> that was a good rant. I like it. A, <laughs> but it's true. It's it true. And that's what you need to think about. Where is your next vacation? <laughs> <laughs> and how are you going to get there? And how are you going to get there? And but, you can substitute it with yeah. what's your wife's next birthday. What's yeah. a, you know, you I probably just... could have left the crapping all over your bed part out, <laughs> but that wouldn't have been me. <laughs> so here's the moral of this story. Figure out what the hell you're doing this for, guys, because you're, you're letting the best real estate time in the history of real estate pass right by. It's going. It's, it, it is ending. Okay. Right? It is ending. This is not going to last. This is not going to last. This is not going to last. This is the best it's ever been. This is the best likely it's going to ever be. And you have complete control over your entire income right now. And I promise you, we've seen it. There's times when you do not have complete control over your life because things could be falling apart all around you in an industry. It's not here. And if you haven't experienced it, I gotta hope we never do again but you know we're going to again, but right now it is perfect. So if you need any help kicking yourself in the butt to find an inspiration or to find the lane or to find a path to take advantage and leverage your, this industry right now in this this time in 2020 is the best I have ever seen. Foreign investment dollars, consumer confidence, stock market, 401ks up, people feeling good, markets are looking great, people are fixing up things all over the place, there's workers all over every street, People are upgrading their roofs or windows or pools or landscapes and add-ons. It's just <laughs> unbelievable stuff going on everywhere. And because everyone's feeling good. And mostly fueled by the real estate market. It is. And the stock market. It is. All right. So takeaway. Just remember, that's what we do. It's empower, educate, encourage. E to the third power. And that's what our channel is going to provide, we hope. And yep. um, we're just going to give you real life examples. This is stuff that keeps us up at night. Why can't we help them get what they say they want? Yep. How do we do it? What do we do? And I'll tell you what, it feels really good to get the text messages that I'm getting of people that are just going, oh my God, I love this. This is just the best it's ever been. It's simple. So keep it simple. Keep it fun. Keep it real. Find a passion. If you need help with it at all, let us know, guys. And most, a lot of you will see next week because we'll be coming to you live from Los Angeles Los Angeles next week because we're going to the 121 Century 21 Global Conference, which would be pretty cool learning a lot of other great stuff. So, so thanks for watching. See you from LA next week, guys. Oh,